0: What's up, Pocket Dudes? Welcome to Pokemon Go to the Movies, the podcast where we watch every theatrical Pokemon film. I'm your host, Dan Video Games, and with me is Bob. Hey, guys. From Giga Boots, Chris Wolfhart. Hello. Dr. Agro. Salutations. And Shibi Agato.
1: Stanler. Stanler. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the funniest shit. <laughs>
0: The forest is kind of terrifying. There's Stantlers (laughs) everywhere. They just keep yelling.
1: If you hear the voice of the forest, don't do shit! The voice of the forest is a grown man pretending he's a Stantler. That that
0: is my theory. Uh, Yes. (laughs) You expect the voice of the forest to be this mystical
2: kind of wispy voice instead it's STANTLER! let me tell you if if a woman tells you like hey if you go into the woods and you hear a weird voice stand completely still yeah no there's a child abductor in those woods and she is his partner no uh but yes that's right we watched the
0: fourth movie pokemon forever dash celebi colon voice of the forest as it's known in america or as it's known in japan Pocket Monsters, the movie, Celebi, a timeless encounter. See, we like to focus on different things. The Japanese on the fact there's time travel. And America on, it's, it's, it's all going to be this for us, kid settle in if you haven't watched this show before what we do is we have first recap the movie talking about small uh things we noticed and interesting stuff about it uh then we move on to rank it and do all sorts of other stats like uh who's the most valued pokemon is Ashenakoma, and etc and uh then you stop listening and go to patreon.com gb podcast to get the next episode early Anyways, let's get into the recap. We open on Celebi flying through the forest like it's the shot from Star Wars Return of the Jedi. We're on the forest moon of Endor, and uh, he's being hunted by Houndoom and Scyther. It's very epic. Yeah, this is a very weird-looking CG forest they put Celebi in, but it's impressive, too. I just want to make that clear. Is it? Mm. It's... It's... You know, after the last two films, I'm not sure that I would call it impressive. It's no uh, castle made of crystal or anything like that. Uh, No. But it is uh, one of the more impressive shots in this film. Uh, We cut away from that event to this child walking up to a uh, short cave, like carved in the side of a giant uh, fallen tree. And a woman approaches them saying, hey, if you hear the voice of the forest, don't move a muscle. Uh, that sound means the the forest guardian is time traveling. It's one <laughs> of its special powers. The forest spirit has lost powers. <laughs> if you move, the spirit could carry you off to a different time. Anyways, here, have this nasty sandwich I made. Yeah, it just looks like dirty bread. <laughs> it just looks like dirty bread. It's
2: it's pr- it it, dirty bread and wilted lettuce. And wilted <laughs>
3: What a great sandwich! It's, it's, it's like here, here's uh, here's here's a sandwich full of calorie free peanut butter. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, god, the salsa fucking it's, taste will never leave me. It's all natural. <sighs> so is the sweet release of death. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> we get a shot of a ferret. Uh, motorcycle dude starts pulling up to the Celebi, and uh, Celebi's been been down slightly. Apparently, he's the trainer of the Houndoom and the Scyther, which is. You know, good picks honestly. This guy has pretty good taste and Yeah, this may be the raddest trainer I've ever seen. He's like, "What's up? I'm a badass." And I'm like, "Yeah, I believe it. You're pulling it off pretty well right now." Anyone who uh is able to get the one up on you is clearly even more badass. Uh there's a blossom. I'm already loving the representation in this one. Good showcase. The kid comes ac- across uh This motorcyclist and uh, Celebi in that encounter, he goes, hey, two against one isn't fair. And Houndoom just shoots a flame at the kid. Yes. (laughs) It's really good. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know you could train
3: Pokemon to just... (laughs)
0: There's
1: no laws of
0: robotics when it comes to Pokemon. They can't, in fact, harm children. I
1: feel like this guy <laughs> probably just trained his Pokemon to be like, all right, if you see a kid, it is on site. I am not dealing with children. <laughs> this
2: is this is old school. He's not dark type. He's evil. <laughs> this dude just showed up, and I'm like,
3: Kano?
0: Because
3: <laughs> he has a fucking cyber eye.
0: <laughs> yeah, his his weird eye thing is interesting.
3: I was waiting for him to battle and go, I know all of your moves. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ash snaps his neck.
2: (laughs) He
0: would. While Houndoom's distracted by wanting to murder children, Celebi is like, hey, I can just wrap them in vines and just use it in ability to bind them to the ground. Some sort of move. That might be named something. I don't know. <laughs> and as as the uh, the Houndoom and the Scyther get, like, bound to the ground, uh, the kid starts running off with Celebi, and he's cradling it, and the biker shows up and says, I'm a Pokemon hunter, kid. I'm ca- I'm catching Pokemon. Yabba, dabba, dabba. It's basically the monologue he gives. They start running. Celebi yells. A blue wave envelops the forest. The kid gets taken by Celebi through the portal to somewhere. We zoom out, the forest is now a picture or a painting, unclear because of the art style. And all I could think of is, and it's missed now. This is in a book. (laughs) (laughs) This is all on the island. We kind of brushed
3: over, but this is villain two with some weird, non-standard way of catching Pokemon.
2: Which doesn't seem more effective than regular Pokeball. He's like, I'm a Pokemon hunter. Yeah, man, who ain't? (laughs) <laughs> no I'm different you're really
0: not I, well no what makes him different is he hurts kids
2: <laughs> so child murderer is is yes. the title y-
0: yeah but we have to have a different name in the Pokemon universe oh god it would have been so good to just be like in the games child murderer has a challenge <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah see, see normal Pokemon trainers can only hurt children if they make eye contact first
0: <laughs> ooh that that is a competitive advantage for this guy. Uh, but as we as we zoom out of this uh, painting slash picture, uh, it, it pans over. The hunter is now old, and his Pokemon are just hanging out in there. He's getting roughed up by a guy with an R on his shirt. There's a Sneasel. That's cool. Yeah, I like Sneasel. Sneasel's fun. This guy roughing up the uh, former badass, thus asserting himself as the real badass of this film, pulls out a thing that is a dark ball. God, even they haven't beat up this guy, but the dude's like old now, so it just feels mean. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like
3: I'm the badass. I beat up this eighty year old man. Well, it's
1: okay because he was about to beat up this child. So this is the comeuppance that has been how many years in the making? Like 50 times? <laughs> this <laughs> like, What is, what is this days <laughs> gone
3: <rules.
0: laughs> Every new villain will slightly one up the last one in the lamest way possible. We get four it, and it's like I ate half of this cake and then returned it to Walmart. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this one's even more evil than the last three uh but he explains with the dark ball he's like the pokemon i catch with the dark ball become evil pokemon come out tyranitar o- who is o-
2: okay let's let's stop so right evil here now what's because up? <laughs> where did he get that it it, it is a one-shot capture mm-hmm. that mind dominates pokemon
0: Yes. It also maxes out their level. And it changes the saturation value because I swear Tyranitar is more saturated than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yes, that is
1: yes, correct. it is. Well, it's depressed and sad and malnourished before it goes into the Dark Ball and then it gets fucked up and nourished <laughs> and evil.
2: <laughs> Why the fuck is he doing this as a job? He should be running the world. He's using this tech wrong <laughs> i mean he also had he like this
3: is a little bit later but he also has the fucking he-man battle vehicle
2: <laughs> right does
3: yes i saw it and i was like yeah i owned that when i was six
0: as he does this and tyranitar is totally awesome and wrecks things so uh which awesome. makes it evil now even though i'm convinced it would always just wreck everything like this we get the cg intro pokemon forever celebi the voice of the forest This is where I have to admit, we watched the uh, little short in America that plays before the movie. Um, I believe it was called, yes, Pikachu, the movie for some reason. And all it was, was it going, all right, the anime is a thing. Maybe watch it. (laughs) Uh, We get uh, the narrator, the classic Pokemon narrator here. And it has a really bad flanger sound applied to it in the US dub, just like Brock was in that uh, intro anime thing. Uh, there's a Crobat and a crocodile and a Pikachu and a crocodile on screen. And this is the actual important part of this recap. (laughs) But yeah, basically this is a a small vignette part of the movie where they're at a seaside or lakeside town and uh, uh, Brock and Misty are just waiting on Ash. It's like, Oh, we got to go. Where's Ash? He sends off a Crobat to go get Ash. Ash is having a cool battle against the crocodile with a local trainer. It's very cool, very, very small, like, I don't know, uh, stereotypically French or Italian town. I don't know. Just reminds me in the opening of the Tim and Eric movie. (sighs) Expect Diamond (sighs) Jim to come walking out any minute now. I really like this intro. It's very upbeat. We get a remix of the opening theme of the anime, and as Crobat comes up, it just, (laughs) it's grimacing. Like uh, Kanamori from Azoken at ash. Oh my god,
1: yes it does. I mean
0: that is that is just Crobat's face always. <laughs> doesn't doesn't like make a sound, doesn't like do anything to communicate, just makes that face at Ash. He instantly goes, Oh my god, that's right, I need to go. So he runs out of the battle abruptly. To try to catch the boat. So,
3: sorry, Xenoblade character. I can't continue battling you.
1: <laughs> yeah, the accent that VA put on for this kid is like the weirdest shit. I already forget <laughs> if it was like bad Australian. It or... was just
0: super British. I'm I'm drowning in Xenoblade right now, so it didn't even phase me. <laughs>
3: well, yeah, that's just how people sound. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's just how people sound now, I guess.
1: He just screamed, aloo, aloo, yes. and then the Pokemon uh, remix just completely covered up his voice.
0: He accent. saw he saw a shiny and he went, that's a red doll right here. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh but yeah they need to catch the boat before it leaves brock and misty are on it and just like come on ash and this trolley car of like luggage carriers or whatever just pulls in front of ash and he just does the i'm running but in place animation as he looks to the left and the right and just starts freaking out he runs up to the dock he makes a leap for the boat and they try to grab his hand He he's not gonna make it and then some random guy on the boat grabs ash's hand and is like hey i got gotcha. you." Yeah, as far as this intro doesn't have much of a fight like the other ones did, where he, Ash should fight the trainer. This is mostly Ash running through City trying to catch the boat. I kind of really like that, though, because yeah. it's yeah. like left to his own devices. Ash will just be fighting around the world. <laughs>
1: he is fucking stupid and also ten, So this is absolutely a plausible thing that can and uh, will happen to him.
0: Mm-hmm. He's just going to get left behind. It's we're gonna get the Pokemon equivalent of Home Alone if he's left to <laughs> his own devices. If
1: none of these are Pokemon Home Alone at any point, I'm gonna be so upset. I feel like that's such a good <laughs> this, premise. Team Rocket's trying to trying to get into his
0: house to steal Pikachu. <laughs> And instead of using Pokemon to battle, him, he for some reason pulls out maiming traps.
1: What if it was just Pikachu? What if even Ash wasn't there? Like, why isn't that one of the fucking Pikachu's vacation shorts? Just Pikachu defending their (laughs) hotel room from Team Rocket and setting up comical fucking traps? That would be
0: really good.
3: We're really going to get Pikachu this time, and then Pikachu has a nail gun.
1: (laughs) No, Pikachu is just just an actual shotgun.
0: In the English version, oh, he really nailed us that time. Japanese version, ow. (laughs) (laughs) So Ash just barely gets under the boat. They're riding to their next destination. That's when they look over and in the meadow. As the trees separate, they see Suikun just staring at them like, what's up? And I'm like, is this a Harry Potter film? Will this come in at the end? And it wasn't Suikun at all. It was them pretending to be Suicune saving themselves via time travel because i know this movie involves time travel from the title uh but they make it to the next town they'd get in on facetime call with oak and oak's just like is is this the pokemon you saw i commissioned this art of it and it's like uh <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was him that's Suicune he's he's really cool right Oak explains, according to Folktale, it has the power to purify tainted waters. And he goes, those tales are definitely true. And Ash is just like, wow, how did you know that? And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, He's like, "Have you ever seen a sugar cone?" And it just sort of the phone call sort of ends there. In the Japanese version, a uh, grimer just starts basically eating oak, and the call ends that way. Aw,
1: that's so funny. <laughs> that is pretty good. As yeah. it just
2: starts slowly enveloping and crushing it. Happening like on all him. the time in the, in the show. That's yeah, great. Why yeah. Why
1: didn't they keep that? That was a running gag.
2: This isn't uh,
0: spoilers for later in this film. This is one of the things they they mildly rewrite between Japan and America because America's like the kid won't get it. The kids won't get it. We have to rewrite this and insert a second phone call at the end with the same footage to drive in. Hey, it was him. It was him all along. <laughs> oh. see, see, and I
3: didn't, I didn't even realize that because I was just... It, it never occurred to me that this child could be someone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I knew about this. I don't know if somebody brought it up on Pokemon Days, just idly, that there's some inserted plot about that uh but but i knew about this the thing that really tricked me off to uh, there has to be a difference between japan and and uh america on this phone call is um the second phone call looks terrible (laughs) like i don't know if it just got worse through generational decay or something but it just looked worse so i had to go check afterward
3: they, they should have included a shot of, like, Gary Oak fading from a photograph, like, Back to the Future, <laughs> yeah. and, he doesn't,
0: and he doesn't come back
3: until the kid goes back in, back to his original time.
2: <laughs> that would be really funny.
3: I mean, Oak is just his uncle, so <laughs> that's
0: confusing. But it would still be
3: funny. Isn't he, is, no, he's, no, he's Gary's grandfather. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gary I,
1: explicitly calls him Gramps.
3: Okay.
0: But he calls everyone
3: Gramps. <laughs> and, and even this is better than the alternative that it was that it could have been Tracy Sketch It. And then it would end, Tracy, Tracy, you're like 46 years old, and he's like, Gotta go. <laughs> and you hear sirens in the background. When
1: he's drawing Pikachu sleeping, he's just like, Wow, you're really sketching it, huh? And he's like, That's my name, don't wear it out. I mean, what?
0: <laughs> I thought you were implying, uh, Chris, that uh, Tracy Sketch It would disappear from the timeline and everyone's like, huh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fix anything he remains disappeared from the timeline forever
1: unfortunately Tracy remains
0: yes regrettably Uh, in Japanese the phone call ends with uh, Oak saying a a haiku basically a poem about Suikun and how cool he is and the moment he finishes he's like it's a pretty good poem right and that's when Grimer or Muck just starts enveloping him and he's like no no god (laughs) I think that's way better comedically i enjoyed the heck out of that anyways we set up the deus ex machina we set up the chekhov's gun rather so we have to move on ash is called over by the new guy uh we cut to oak now that the phone call has ended just sitting there and being like oh should i have told him that one other thing i don't know whatever they're back on a speedboat we're traveling through the forest we got togopi dancing that's what everyone wants Finally, uh, Team Rocket is on a hang glider uh, bike? Question mark <laughs> Do we have a word for it's that sort a, of
3: thing? I, I
0: guess it's like a gyrocopter that's pedal controlled. Right. I want to call it that, but I, I'm not sure that's a real thing. I think video games taught me that. I'm it, not.
2: It, I it, it, it's a pedal powered flyamajig. Oh, okay. Thank you for your very scientific name, Doctor Man, they Agra.
3: sure they they sure seem to have a problem with getting vehicles that aren't. Powered by them pedaling, because <laughs> they, they had one. In the, they had one, and I think in both previous movies, Look. yeah, they
1: they had the pedal powered Magikarp
2: sub. The the Durancho gang DNA infected them too hard; they can't stop it. Look, gasoline is very expensive in the Pokemon universe because people keep bringing fossils back to life.
0: Ah, that's, that that makes sense actually. If
3: they just like popped open the hood of some vehicle in the Pokemon universe, and there's just like a Voltorb chilling in the in like the compartment, it's like no, we we just do this. I, you know, I'm surprised that that
0: didn't come up in the Sun Moon anime. That thing does weird enough stuff that you'd think it would have happened.
1: Where are the Rotom cars?
0: <laughs> you open we the aren't hood. We're ready. You open the hood, and it's basically like a giant Microsoft Surface like the entire engine is that and it's smiling up at you rotom's like hey what's up i don't want a rotom self-driving car that is not safe
1: (laughs) no he won't self-drive he'll just be like you want directions okay here's where i want to go idiot
0: i mean to be fair if i opened my hood and i saw that toothy smile coming back at me i'd be like yeah my car's ready to hit children (laughs) (laughs) absolutely uh, yeah, Team Rocket probably shouldn't constantly drive vehicles that the safety of depends on them not being stricken by ATT. Because <laughs> uh, as they're pedaling through midair, Jesse's just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm, I'm done pedaling. And they're like, no, we're going to die. <laughs> and they start dropping like a rock. They start swaying back and forth like a relief. And then completely unrelated, <laughs> a giant <laughs> gust of wind blows them off into the distance incredible like, oh they were they were just doomed anyways this literally had nothing to do with them <laughs> stopping pedaling well well they got a little bit too close to ash so like the
3: psychic force that's protecting his coma dream
0: blew them away <laughs> his at field knocked them off uh the speedboat carries to the end uh, there's a waterfall and they're at the bottom of it looking up uh, and they get cool flotation pods on the side of it to lift them up into the air and carry them in. And they, they see a village up ahead. So they walk in and there's some old lady. And it's really obviously the person from the intro who's like, hey, if you hear a voice, don't move. <laughs> uh, she's old now and has a hoot hoot cane, which is a nice touch.
1: I like that cane a lot. I just think it's very funny.
0: I, I think it's just neat.
3: <laughs> for, for a second I thought this was secretly a Gen 3 movie because Gen 3 has
0: that poultry houses. I did the same thing and I'm like having a stroke and Bob's like what <laughs> what place?" <laughs> and I'm like I swear to god this is they just took the thing from Gen 3 renamed it and went this is original to this film
3: that's how anime movies <laughs> are baby
2: oh we are going to get into what this movie stole from in a minute
1: <laughs> oh no um but yeah, I wonder if Gen 3 development looked at this movie and said, That we want that. Uh
0: we we the old lady, you know, her young daughter is there and so is Brock, unfortunately for her. We have hit the Brock percent run, it is complete. You can stop watching the movie. He has to he has to run his bit where he's like, My name's Brock, but you
3: can call me your boyfriend.
1: Fortunately, Misty is here to immediately shut him down and ensure that he never uh, gets to harass woman.
2: Let's let's be clear about something, and I think this is the worst it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Diana is only in this movie so Brock can do his bit. Yep. Yeah, she does vanish yes. immediately after.
1: Explicitly so he can do his bit. This is like
3: the most we're saving for winter Pokemon movie yet. It's like, how many locations we have? One. How many characters do we have? Five. <laughs>
0: I was expecting some sort of bit when uh, Sam gets back to the present where he gets some confused at least, but we don't even get that. Yeah, we don't get a lot of things you would expect from Sam, but we'll get into that in a moment. <laughs> They're like, oh, uh, wait, there's there's adventure up ahead. OK, we're going Asher just wants to go have an adventure. So we're going to we're going to run into the forest. They run through the exact same cave we saw from the opening, but of course they're running the other direction presumably. We then get a shot of a bunch of pokemon. We get ladybug, we get who who we get heracross. My neurons are activating. This this film is doing exactly what it needs to yep. to help supplement the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a peanut butter sandwich, but the bread is literally paper thin. <laughs> and they're just like, here's here's some delicious peanut butter. You like ladybug? I'm like, I I do. Thank you. Uh, at a certain point in this movie, watching it, there became more Pokemon in second-gen exclusives in this movie than there were in our playthrough of Soul Silver. Jesus. Not that that's a high bar. They hide them really good. Yeah. The amount of... Isn't this in the game? Where's that? Uh, so you have to beat the Elite Four, and then it unlocks on this one road. <laughs> like, come on, man. What? What? <laughs> They're like, oh, man, well, wait a second. We, we we have some crazy effects going on. I wonder what that's about. Oh, it's probably the voice of the forest. And then Ash what runs off again. What is the first again. thing Ash does? He runs off. He starts running. He starts moving as much as he can because he's <laughs> really good at listening. <laughs> I like the Brocky when he yells at him like, hey, weren't we not supposed to move? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the waves fly out of the shrine uh before which is where celebi chose to time travel was right in front of this very very tiny shrine and out of the waves comes celebi dumping this child's body in front of it and then slinking off behind this tiny shrine to just be like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> celebi massively hungover just sort of goes away and uh uh, our main cast finds the child passed out it's just like oh my god this child we need to figure out what its deal is so they run the child back to the city That are like hey what's up we we got this thing um, do you know who this child is uh, and before they could even have this conversation properly this child which I will stop calling that his name Sam uh, pushes Ash and Ash is like oh okay I'm ready to beat you to death <laughs> Yeah,
4: there's like zero <laughs> seconds
0: here
3: Ash is really like fucking ready to throw hands in this movie.
2: He is go time 100% all the time. <laughs> you shoved me, so that, that justifies anything
0: I do from this point forward is <laughs> right? how some part of Bash's brain functions.
2: Ash, you found him unconscious in the woods. <laughs>
0: I didn't know Ash was a stand your ground kind of guy. <laughs> the old lady's God. overjoyed. This is the child from all those years ago. Her, her daughter or whatever is just like, what? that? But that's, that was 40 years ago. And then, and then the kid goes, you're the girl who gave me that loaf of bread. That's incredible. What an amazing moment we're having here. Then there's plot stuff. Genuinely nothing important is being shown, but he does get handed the sketchbook. This will be important. Light starts flashing. Uh, And then what was the toy set? A He-Man action vehicle?
3: Yeah, he's riding Spy Door from the old Masters of the Universe cartoon.
0: It starts crawling its way through the city with the man we come to be known as the Iron Mask Marauder. Or city, uh, forest, rather. And Stantler's there just going, Stantler, Stan, Stantler. And I'm losing it. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. Uh <laughs> As they realize, you know, Sam was dumped off in the future by Celebi, they're like, well, I wonder if Celebi's hurt. We need to see if we can find him, says Sam. And it's like, Sam, that's your priorities? You jumped 40 years into the future and you're not worried about... Your family or anything
2: else but Celebi. Look, I have known Broccoli Mew for five minutes, and if anything happened to it, I will kill everyone in this room and myself.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, that's green on In Mew. Canonically, that is green on In Mew.
2: Leek <laughs> Mew.
0: <laughs> they start wandering through the forest trying to find where Celebi is, and as they look up on top of this giant fallen tree, they see a tiny hole. And all these Pokemon gathering around and they're like, oh, well, that's got to be, you know, Celebi because this is a nativity scene and all these animals have gathered for Celebi here. Let's climb this tree and we'll figure it out. Sam tries to climb after Ash and Ash is like, whoa, hey, not everyone's as cracked out as me, my friend. You need to take (laughs) it easy. You were just harmed. I'm I'm immortal, of course. I'm a certified mountain (laughs) climber. Yes. Uh, They climb up. Celebi's just hanging out, lying down in this hole, just being like, oh, I'm in pain. They're like, hey, don't worry. I'm just going to reach towards your face, wild animal. You will react well to this. (laughs) Celebi sends out the shock, psychic wave to knock them off. Ash seems pretty pissed over this. Like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to kick your ass, too. <laughs> Starts climbing up at mock speeds. And they're like, hey, 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 Celebi's just scared. Oh, and they're like, okay, well, we'll just talk to him. So as they try <laughs> to diplomatically talk to Celebi, it keeps whipping them with
2: vines. CG vine whip. Yes. So
0: good. It's just the funniest looking thing. It looks like it could have been added in. It just. And the sound design and everything else about it. Just the fact they're taking these hits so well. And they're just like, calm down. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, alright. And then it calms down finally. <laughs> Favorite part of this encounter I skimmed over, however. Pikachu was definitely gonna kill it, but got talked down from violence. <laughs> yeah, Pikachu <laughs> yes. was
1: literally about to thunderbolt it, and then this child has to go, it was attacked by a fucking poacher. Goddamn. Relax. <laughs> 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 uh, I've been trying to find a good time to noted and I don't think there is going to be one mm-hmm. Sam is voiced by Mokuba from Yu-Gi-Oh so this is total whiplash <laughs> for me
3: <laughs> well uh the Iron Mask Marauder's Dan Green
1: I yeah it took me a bit to notice that that was Dan Green but uh it's very funny <laughs>
0: I'm surprised that they sounded so similar. I thought Ash was the same voice actress. Sam. That's that's
3: also what I thought,
1: especially because
0: of the
3: opening I when he's just making the same
1: Mokuba's oh! voice. Because sounds, this is uh, the good Ash Mokuba voice and not the bad one from season four and five. Um, <laughs> also, also uh, Veronica Taylor, Ash's VA, is voicing the old lady in the village. So she's doing double duty, just not for this case. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Almost always. <laughs> Ash's mom yep. wasn't in this one So she's got his voice Someone else uh, As they make their way out of the forest With uh, Celebi being cradled like a Celebaby uh, They they encounter Team Rocket Unfortunately for them uh, They're hanging out on this tree branch And they start doing their Rocket schlocket Wobbuffet shows up and it's like Hey what's up bitches it's second gen I'm going to consistently ruin everything For you already unlucky saps uh, cracks the uh, tree branch and they all come plummeting to the ground.
1: I fucking love Wobbuffet.
0: Wobbuffet is really good. It's a it's it's a fantastic Pokemon that salutes while it screams its own name. Yes, <laughs> I, I love that scene because the the whole team like just walks by Team Rocket and Misty's like it's okay. They'll unfortunately be fine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, they walk up on Spy Door in the Iron Mask Marauder <laughs> and he goes, I've been looking for the Celebi and they go, who are you? And he goes, oh, Pokemon Lover. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, very, very fantastic. His mech is so awesome, so obviously evil. So these are the power scales. We
2: have Pokemon Hunter and then Pokemon Lover. Oh.
1: Mm. I mean, love is the most powerful thing of all, Bob. <laughs> What's forgetting this?
2: Except for Hyper Beam. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Speaking of
0: which, Tyranitar comes out of the dark ball and uses Hyper Beam. <laughs> oh no. Uh, at one point, uh J- J- James pulled out his wheezing and is just like, oh, um, yeah, wheezing, shoot out gas. This seems like a good <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> time.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what James said. He got really close to the mic and just said, gas. <laughs> Th-
3: this villain plays Pokemon the way like eight-year-old me play gen one or select just use hyper beam just keep using it never stop using hyper beam. It's clear it marauder the comes broke. up on
0: them they're like wait a minute he has an R on a shirt wait a minute we're team rocket too isn't that great we're all just on the same team uh, specifically they go the talking to the iron mask marauder team rocket says as you can tell by our uniforms we're also team rocket members except for me who goes me too but we Pokemon get to go naked <laughs> I really love that moment. Iron Mask Marauder pulls out two other Pokemon. It is uh, Sneasel and Scizor, also juiced up by the Dark Ball, and they're gonna pursue our main cast, who are just booking it. Like after after the wheezing, shot out the gas. They're like, "This is a good time. But let's let's just
2: let's just leave." Okay, right here, this is where this movie unequivocally turns into Princess Mononoke.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it does that a bit for sure. Yeah. I've never seen it. Oh my
2: god!
1: Honestly, I haven't either.
2: Oh my god! So, wow. so okay, what exactly happens here that causes that? So they run over the huge stone run mm-hmm. through the woods, and yeah. then they get to the lake, right? Uh, they're they're not quite at the lake yet. They're
0: having this battle on these rocks and stuff, but they do eventually oh, get right. there. Yeah, yeah. The lake's where it picks up again. Okay, so so Sam pulls out his. I don't even know how to describe it. He has, like, a bottle cap valve on his Pokeball. It's a steampunk Pokeball. That's what I would think. It. It's an old-timey Pokeball, yeah. I like that now that we know Arceus and what uh-huh. actual super old Pokeballs are, it's like, man, things advanced, de-advanced, and then re-advanced real quick. I think these are. A th- I
3: think these are a thing you can get in Gen 2. Are these apricot balls? Though? Yeah,
0: I think that's what it's supposed to be. Here's the thing, Bob, as somebody who lived through the 2010s in cinema, are you going to be surprised by technology advancing, regressing violently, and then advancing again? Yeah, no, not at all. Cinema technology has been hilarious ever since digital video took over. Uh, We're finally back at parody with film. That took way too long. Uh, Anyway, Sam Paul's out Charmeleon. And I'm like, oh man, that's great. We don't we don't get to see Charmeleon all that often, I don't feel. And then uh, Ash goes, "Hey, what what about Bayleaf? That's a good Pokemon." So we get this battle between Scizor or Scizor and Bayleaf. I I think Charmeleon that, and Sneasel. It's neat that Scizor is here because I assume that this is a stolen Scizor from the Pokemon hunter. So this is like a forty year old Scizor.
1: I don't <laughs> think so because the Scizor and the Sneasel. We're sort of like standing in the back while this guy was stealing that man's Tyranitar.
0: I thought that I thought just the Sneasel was and that we didn't see a Caesar till here. I, I think they're both there. Okay, I think they're both okay. just standing there being like,
1: <laughs> I think they're just <laughs> sort of like mugging for the camera. Right. At that yeah.
0: Point. They don't do anything. Uh, we have a battle. Uh, the battle concludes, and uh, apparently they tied Scizor and Sneasel to a rock and ran. <laughs> that just seems weird. Look, they're not going to kill Pokemon. <laughs> yes, but this seems like a comical way to restrain them. Like like it's a very old comedic shot like from ancient We've cinema. We've seen
1: Pokémon faint before. I don't know why they wouldn't just like knock them out. They're like least. we have
0: to restrain them. They're too powerful because of the dark balls. Yeah, maybe they can't fall they can't be knocked out cuz they've been dark balled. Oh man. That's like one of those uh like okay, I'll I'll just Shaolin soccer. It's like Shaolin soccer. They have the American <laughs> drugs. <laughs> That's what's in the Dark Ball. We, yes. we know now. Main cast is wandering further into the forest. It starts getting foggy. And that's when we get Teddy Ursa and Ursa Ring. Boom, right there. They're like, uh, "Um,
2: I think they want to guide us. Maybe let's follow this fucking bear. They so, follow back to its cave and he eats them. I'm like, damn, I can't believe this keeps working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If only, if only they had just not moved in the first place when they heard the voices of the forest, then they would have been fine. As long as children believe in magic, our bellies will be full.
0: <laughs> the bear's clock out. Stantler clocks in, starts guiding them further into the forest. Stantler clocks out. Furret clocks in, oh, starts yeah. guiding them further into the forest, and then they come up upon the lake, where apparently this is a Ghibli film. This is shot for shot the scene from Princess Mononoke. I do not doubt this for one second, just to be clear. Yeah, that just, of course. Celebi is looking real rough, still being held like baby. Sam's like, okay, I'm just going to walk into the water and then just sort of soak you a little bit. (laughs) I'm just going to get some of these nutrients and hydration in here. (laughs) There is a giant wide shot of all these Pokemon very excited for the Celebi to get saturated for some reason. Celebi falls into the water. His body just drifts off, and he looks upward towards the sun. And it's as, very he so- Ghost of the <laughs> as he goes to the shell, as he soaks in the rays, he starts glowing green. Now the entire lake is lit up with a green energy. And Celebi's like, "Hey, I'm 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 at full power now. I'm going to fly around. We're going to have some fun. I'm going to dunk Ash's hat. It's going to be funny. Everyone loves that. I'm just here. I am broccoli mew. Everyone loves me. I'm the baby." And, and this is the scene. And it just continues to be this scene for a bit. It is uh,
2: possibly whimsical. We'll find out later. <laughs> this uh, this whole expanse here where they're totoroing it up with Celebi mm-hmm. uh, is is where my theory about who, who Sam was uh, came to the forefront. I thought we were going to pull a, you know, Sam is a girl's name too by the end of this movie. so So then he was going to be... Oh, nobody in particular. I thought oh, okay. he, I thought he was going to go in for the kiss.
3: Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, see, I was ah. thinking like, so what? He'll 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 yell that Sam's a man's name and he's a man and start
0: <laughs> oh and start
3: God. a war. <laughs>
0: Could you imagine <laughs> Ash had any Camille energy at all? Could you imagine anyone in Pokemon had Camille energy? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Celebi gives them the power of flight you know just does that Uh, taps Misty's knee which I didn't mention it earlier Misty kind of like tripped on a rock and kind of hurt her leg a little bit but now it's all better thank you Celebi we're gonna fly around it's gonna be whimsical everything's gonna be fun everyone loves it They're a jump pluff on screen. We now cut to a disparate scene where they're like, hey, berries are new this gen. Look at these berries. We're going to all eat berries. Do you guys love berries?
2: Very based and berry-pilled.
0: Yes. Uh, They have a great scene where they get to enjoy food, which means we have to cut to a sad scene where Team Rocket is like, oh, we haven't eaten anything forever. Oh, look at this peach-looking thing. We should eat this. Uh, As they try to grab it, they get pulled off the spider mech. And uh, a bird eats the thing they were trying to eat anyways. Shot of Hoot Hoot. Very important. In the nighttime scene around a campfire, Ash wakes up to find Sam uh, drawing in a sketchbook. My PTSD activates. <laughs> They're like, oh, this, is, this is a pretty good drawing. You draw all these Pokemon. And I'm like, please, please, another characteristic. Any other characteristic I would really enjoy for this new, <laughs> new quotations mark character to have. But Ash tells him about the Pokedex, and it gets us thinking, oh, he's he's designing Pokedex stuff. Oh, my God, this book. It's just like a Pokedex, but it's a book and paper. <laughs> yeah, as Bob was saying, uh, Ash compares Sam's book to his Pokedex. Sam says, Ash sure knows a lot about the future. Ash says, well, at least I'm not stuck in it like you are. And I'm like, yes, you are, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> you are, in fact, stuck in the future right now. Well, he's not stuck in his future. Like, he's not shown 40 years in the future. He's trying to relate to Sam here, okay?
1: <laughs> no, he's not, actually. He's really making Sam feel like shit, actually. <laughs> yes,
0: that is, this is not going well. Sam only now realizes his predicament and is sad. <laughs> Sam says he thinks he'll like living in the future, but he has to get used to it. Uh, no, uh, editors note: he's only been in this forest. He has no idea what the outside world is like. Sam then worries about his mom. Ash, functioning on all levels, goes, thinking about my mom gets me thinking about her cooking. They eat the bread.
2: Uh, (laughs) They swear it's good. uh, uh, uh. This line kills me.
0: Okay. They, They come up on some trees. They notice they're all glowing with metapods. They're like, oh, this is amazing. The metapods are, like, evolving into Butterfree fantastic what, a, what an awesome thing and then they climb a tree and they watch the butterfree all going and i swear to god i wish i was making this up as the butterfree are everywhere sam says look at all the butterfree and ash says i hope you'll be free sam
1: <laughs> yeah he sure did say that this was...
2: tell me you didn't think they were gonna kiss
1: it's a pokemon movie there's no way
2: dude i kind of I kind of thought there.
0: I mean, I did out loud say, "Man, Sam and Ash are just really good friends."
1: If if anything like that is going to happen in a Pokemon movie, it's going to be a a very like long drawn out hug, and then Ash is going to start blushing, and he'll be like, "If I didn't know any better, I'd almost say you liked me." And then there's just going to be dead silence.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ash would never kiss a person in a Pokemon movie. Um. This is possibly the cut that is the funniest to me. Because, you know, they're, they're it's it's dawning. They're on the branch. They're watching all these Butterfree. We fade to black. We fade back in. They're now at the shrine because they could only rent three sets, I guess. <laughs> they're like, okay, all we have to do is now that Celebi's better, we just dump them here and they go back in time and that's all fine. Iron Mask Marauder comes out around the corner with this crazy mech and is just like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> they start screaming oh no and he 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 kidnaps celebi they scream let celebi go he goes stupid kids and then birds attack him He, he just <laughs> mauled by pidgeotto it it's amazing so funny. it's the best scene <laughs> in this movie by far <laughs> the timing on it is perfect because it's not really brought to the fore of yeah he knocked down a couple of trees during this encounter already that that has ramifications like that never occurs to you, <laughs> but he kidnaps Celebi in his dark ball, which is truly fearsome. I can only imagine how strong Celebi must be now that it is evil.
2: <laughs> Fucking Ash just scales this robot and goes to fist fight a grown man in a metal mask. Yeah. Now, I love this kid. Yeah,
0: he just he just like, no, I'm just gonna start punching you. Yeah, he doesn't bring Pokemon this time. It's not <laughs> it's not what this movie's about.
1: <laughs> he brought these hands and he's gonna <laughs> use them.
0: And the great thing is he actually successfully wrestles the Celebi dark ball out of his hands, plummets to the ground, and is just lying there holding it like I did it. And then Iron Asperado just stamps his foot down on Ash's arm, and is like, let go, motherfucker. While
2: Brock and Sam just stand there like piss ants.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, as he wrestles the dark ball away from Ash, all the Pokemon show up to judge him and slowly start closing in. We get just shot after shot of look at all these second gen Pokemon that are that have had enough of this shit, and the mildest sprinkling of like first gens in there. He goes, Okay, well, I've had enough of this, this is fine, and he uses the dark ball to unleash Celebi and Celebi's fearsome, now super powerful, evil magic as it flies around. With a sphere around it causing mayhem and destruction. And it is just that's what psychic type is in these movies glow with the circle and fly and wreck shit.
3: Yeah, be, be, be an, be an a- angel from Ava.
0: <laughs> Celebi starts forming the Dr. Manhattan style house, but instead it's with twigs instead of it forming out of the sand into a crystal palace uh this starts forming some sort of sphere around celebi in midair after all these pokemon were wrecked by it everyone's freaked out the old lady just starts noticing and then we cut to a cg suik so
3: <laughs> god it looks so bad it's like the CG on the it's like the opening of a ps1 game yeah. yes
0: yes it's like a late ps1 budget gamecube that's how it feels.
1: They sure did sell shade that thing.
0: <laughs> it just needed to
3: run at 15 frames a second and be like it it'd be like 144p to
0: really sell it. So this weird sphere starts morphing into I don't know how you describe this sawdust kaiju? Uh, the curse rotted
3: Greatwood
2: from Dark Souls 3. What's that? The forest spirit turned into a giant bipedal monster. That's not like some other movie I know at all.
0: Well, I mean. we certainly wouldn't just
3: walk through the forest destroying it, though, Agro, would it? Oh, it's incredibly funny when Jesse gets sucked into the sphere and, and it takes so long. And I almost expected, like, the little explosion when she got pulled <laughs> fully in.
0: She is a rocket member. You just expect immediate, strong harm look aggro if you're looking for the dates Princess Monodoke Monodoke was 97. Is 97 there's no way they could have seen that film in the last four years <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no mystery here man. no
2: way the at the time highest grossing movie in japanese cinema history <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah no way uh yeah as you know jesse gets absorbed into this shit and just uh is oh my god wrapped up in vines inside of the kaiju Uh, The Iron Mask Marauder is like just standing on the front of it as it walks through the forest wrecking everything. And Jesse's like, anyway, I can report all this great progress you've made back to Giovanni and let him know and recommend you for a promotion. And he goes, promotion, you're here to bear witness. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, oh, this this guy's motivations changed immediately. Uh, He is now super powerful. He has now realized... He doesn't need to work for Giovanni if he's got this thing on his side. And I'd say that's pretty accurate. I I mean, if if I discovered
3: I had God-like power, killing my boss would be my first (laughs) instinct.
0: Yes. (laughs) My notes. It morphs. Iron Mask Marauder is into this, I guess. (laughs) Because his voice delivery of just being like, oh, yes. Yes. They use the airship form of the speedboat from earlier in order to try to fly up and catch up to this kaiju. And our main cast is like, okay, we got to reach out to it. Ash. Is just like, hey, Cel Celiby, hey buddy, how y- how you doing in there? We get a g- cool inside shot. We're gonna see a lot of times of Celebi looking a little over caffeinated, and then it just freaks out. Iron Mass Marauders like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna need you to kill them. So it just shoots two beams, immediately wrecks the airship. It goes down. Old lady, everyone just lying around completely wrecked by that. Pikachu's like, I got this. Uh, Thunderbolt? No. Okay. Well, at least we got Iron Mask Marauder to leap off of it. That's something. And Iron Mask Marauder's just hanging out on a branch now, just going, hey, uh, Celebi, could you just like finish them off? That would be great. Iron Vest Rider, as I said, hanging out of this branch. Suikun goes, I'm going to break that branch and watch this human fall to his death. <laughs> just
2: stunt on a bitch. Uh, IMM just
0: lands perfectly fine. He's just fine with that. It is at this moment that I notice his dark balls are embedded in his vest. Very cool. I honestly, yeah. yes. That's how I feel. I don't know how everyone else feels, but I think it's a very cool look. Yeah, I always love design outfit designs that have the six Pokeball slots somewhere on them. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're great. I do like that.
0: Having landed on the ground, Ash and Sam are on the back of Kun. and Iron Mask Marauder's like, well, I need to deal with that. Uh, throws out Tyranitar to use a hyper beam. Brock's like, I know what I should do. Hey, Onyx, can you can you solve this problem, too? I will do one thing in this movie, finally. <laughs> uh, that doesn't go well for Onyx, but that's fine. Kun leaps up on top of this kaiju, and they yet again just go, hey, Celebi, Celebi, you doing all right? That doesn't work. Kun drops to the ground. Onyx starts attacking uh, Tyranitar, uh, and then Suicune's like, here, here, let me, please. Does a cool move, which uh, I, I don't even know what it is. It seems bubble-beamy, but its it can't be. That would be absurd. Uh, but it does that. Tyranitar looks like it's kind of wrecked, and then Onyx just slaps it out onto the lake as its last
2: bit of energy. The best tail whip in history. <laughs>
0: yes, because it did anything other than attack, uh, modify a defense stat. Well, your defense can't be very high if you're dead. <laughs> if you're drowning in a lake. <laughs> Brock is like, well, that's more than I could have expected out of Onyx from this film. So we're just going to retract that Onyx. Suicune rides up the kaiju again with Ash and Sam. And then v- v- Vine... Tentacles grab the Suicune, wrap it up in midair, and starts shocking it with dark energy. Sam and Ash drop down, climb inside of the kaiju, and start talking to Celebi over and over again, getting shocked with dark energy. Celebi uh, does the I'm over-caffeinated and disassociating face five times across multiple cuts. And as the scene continues, all of the forest creatures just start screaming. And it's so funny. I don't know. There's something really delightful about like we've talked about before. Some Pokemon are just the sound of human screaming. Yeah. When you get a whole cast of Pokemon to just come out and scream, that is always going to be funny. Mm. Ashton, Sam continue climbing in. Celebi remembers the good times while still shooting dark energy out. They just keep talking to him. He's remembering the good times and, uh, The tentacles disengage from Suicune dropping into the lake. And finally, Celebi stops disassociating, wakes up and is like, oh, okay, I'll stop. The kaiju falls apart. Our main cast flies out of there. Or Sam Ash and Pikachu. Pikachu. Pikachu's just there because it needs to be in the shots too. But anyway... They walk up from the lake. They're like, oh, oh, this Celebi's like going bad like lettuce in a fridge. (laughs) This is, this is is dire. How long has this been in here? The Iron
3: Mask Marauder's dark ball uh, explodes, but it does not eviscerate him, which I was really hoping it would. I was hoping it would be like uh, Dragon Ball when Goku kicks the grenade back at Mercenary Tao and just deletes him from reality. Yeah,
0: I assumed it would also couple something like that. Like it explodes and he's just disabled. Uh but no, it just explodes and he's just angry. Uh they're like, uh, oh, we can't we can't heal Celebi in the lake. The lake has been ruined because the forest is angry. What are we gonna do about that? And then Sukun's like, hello. I have this gun. It says the word
2: Chekhov on it. No, it's okay. There's a bunch of Pokemon around crying. That will solve everything.
1: We learned in movie one that it kind of does sometimes.
2: <laughs> does
3: d- does this happen in Princess Mononoke where all the animals no. are crying? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sukun purifies the water and they go, okay,
2: now that it's like soft water instead of hard water, we can just dunk the Celebi in and it'll be fine. I, I should note. I did not catch the line early in the movie. Where Oak said he had that power Really? So when Diana says it I'm like this is The <laughs> biggest ass pole I have Ever seen.
0: Yeah I also had that And then had to be like no he said that earlier And I'm like okay. Yeah the <laughs> funniest Part the real ass pole is here It, it did nothing yeah, <laughs> Like they keep yeah. dunking Celebi And it's not healing it. They're like Okay this is fine. Ash is Like crying and just going no this is great Actually I, I love this Um hey remember berries we can eat some berries and starts smushing them into his face and they roll off and go to the water I'm like oh my god oh no Ash is having to confront death (laughs) oh and I'm having to watch Ash confront death
1: (laughs) they let this child say Celebi is dying Celebi is about to die and I'm like how did this get past the four kids sensors? What the actual fun? Right? No,
0: you get, you get the line of Celebi, you can't die. And then every Pokemon just starts screaming and crying. And I'm like, holy crap. This is this is really going for it. This wouldn't be happening right now, Suicune, if you solved the problem. <laughs> I'm useless, leaves. <laughs> Weird that that's how Suicune sounds when it talks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know Oof. who could have solved this if it showed up in a movie for real? Was it Entei? It's Entei. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Fake Entei has a much better movie than real Suicune.
1: <laughs> You're so right. It is true. That's true. It is
0: absolutely true.
1: <laughs> we only spit facts on this podcast. <laughs> uh,
0: the sound of the forest, the voice of the forest lifts up. Rings start shooting out. They're going to cause second impact. Uh, <laughs> cel- a, a whole a hell rift opens in the sky and celebes pour out. And I'm like, okay, there are two ways this goes. There are a bunch of Celebes, and this are them. Somehow this is all of the Celebes, and this is a multiverse situation. And all the parallel timelines, this
2: is the same Celebe that's like, oh, one of me died, we gotta go pick him up. Yeah, this this is some end-of-season Doctor Who bullshit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, this is literally the 50th special where it's like, not every Doctor's gotta be here. All of them, <laughs> including the one we haven't seen yet. And it's just like, yeah, it's every Celebi, except you don't have different actors yeah. to make it cooler. There's no stock footage. It's just fucking Celebi again.
0: Uh, But they do this cool little float around in a circle dance and uh, Celebi gets better. That's it. Yeah, I- I'm going with the theory of there is only one Celebi and this is all the different times of it. Yeah, <laughs> I like that theory the best because it makes this more interesting. <laughs> So as they all fly back into their hell rift and the current Celebi from the current timeline and in instances perfectly fine, it does a little bit of that f- swimming around and flying around thing from the intro. It's skimming on the water and it's just like, oh, remember the whimsy from earlier and out of the water explodes the Iron Mask Marauder to grab it. It's just like, I've been waiting there the whole time. <laughs> I can hold my breath real well. <laughs> yeah, he's good at that, Man. Man. That guy has lung capacity. Anyways, Ash tries to stop him, and he starts jetpacking away. And then <laughs> Ash
2: makes the conscious decision to kill him.
0: Yeah. Ash yeah. is like, Pikachu, end it. <laughs> and Pikachu <laughs> blows up the jetpack. They are so high in the sky at this point. I don't even know. It is so far up. It's like, there's a 0% percent chance of survival. I don't know if you thought that through, Ash, or this is your Denji moment of the month. <sighs> I
3: I feel like it's just Ash going, My I have more HP than you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Ash is like, I trained for this. I can tank this hit.
2: Mew will save me. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Ash has fallen some greater heights than this in multiple movies i feel. Yes. I feel like Ash believes in gravity, he doesn't believe in impact.
0: No. Yeah, he's not experienced in actually hitting the ground. You know, maybe we just don't realize Ash is holding that one item that basically gives you sturdy. So it's like, yeah, if 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 i d- endure a death blow, i will survive with 1 hp. He's just always got a escape rope on him. What? <laughs>
3: That's just like, no tuck and roll, just tuck and roll, it'll be fine.
1: No, he's got the Rotom in his Pokédex from Scarlet Violet where you will fall at full speed. And then even at a trajectory that should break your arms, it will break your fall at the very last possible second.
0: Thanks, Rotom. My shoulder's dislocated now, (laughs) but I'm not dead. Uh, Celebi activates, and uh, hey, check that out. They're they are gonna f- float safely to the ground. What is the lifel? Iron Mask Marauder uh, lands on branches and crashes through them and just is like, oh, oh god, oh Jesus. Starts rolling down a hill, and lands at the bottom, and has this this real mode of just, yeah, he's gotta be in excruciating pain. His mask slides off, the villagers are there, all of the Pokemon are there, he's cornered, and they start silk-shotting him. Right? I really thought they were going to lynch his ass. <laughs> <laughs> they are just off screen.
1: I thought it would it would cut to black and he would just scream. And that would have been the way better scene.
0: <laughs> Celebi starts glowing and Sam is like, oh, okay. Grab Celebi, Celebi and they, they fly off. They're going to travel back in time. Ash is like, but, but you're my friend. And Misty and Brock probably are just like, And
2: we are... uh, What do you think of my bangs? Should I keep them? Like my little... No?
0: And then Brock's just like, wow, they sure are good friends. Mm. (laughs) God. This is when we get the insert shot. It fades to black and then it fades into the FaceTime call. Uh, As far as I know, wholly inserted for the US version where they're just like talking to Oak and Ash is sad, just talking about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend disappeared, and it's very sad and stuff. And uh, then after they have the, uh, the, towards the end of the call, Oak says, I, don't worry. I'm sure Sammy did just fine. I'm sure he's happy in the past where he belongs. They go, okay. And they walk away, and then and then they go, wait a minute. How did he know his name was Sammy? What? <laughs> and the Brock's like, Oak is just so smart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you two were good friends And
2: I'm observant
0: <laughs> yes. He
1: just goes wow Professor Oak really does know everything
2: It's so sad Even at <laughs> that point I'm like we're gonna do a shot where like Oak hooks Ash up with that guy Cause Oak just happens to know him Because it's so fucking weird It <laughs> doesn't make any sense For that to have been Oak
1: You know thinking about it They didn't need to add this extra fucking scene At all They literally <laughs> could have just had Ash go What's your whole name so we can find you again? And then he just goes, "My name's Sam Oak," and that's it.
0: Then Ash would know, and we can't have that. We absolutely cannot have that. Otherwise, it might interfere with the timeline of the t- TV show. Oak then pulls out the sketchbook, and it's like, "Yeah, that's uh-huh. That's that's what the movie was. Yep, we get it. Yep. J- Jesse's floating in the lake." <laughs> <laughs> Because we just forgot about her at some point. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Meowth and James swim up on a, a, a cool uh, log raft they made, and they're just like, hey, what's up? And then Tyranitar wrecks their shit. Sci- Scizor and Sneasel look look at them out in the lake and they just leave. And the, as, as, as this is all wrecked, now all three members of Team Rocket are floating back, facing up, or I guess on their backs on the lake, looking up, and they go, well, I guess... Team Rocket is floating away as the camera zooms out. And that's it. And then our credit song this time is Let's Celebrate. B R A T E. See, it's like Celeb B but it's also celebrate? Yeah, you, when you have to fully explain it, <laughs> it doesn't work. I love the early 2000s.
1: This is so stupid. <laughs> it's,
0: oh. it's, I think they only do A T E part. No. Oh, no? No. They say specifically they say it is Celebi R-A-T-E.
1: They only say it like 30 times over the course of these credits. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah exactly. And, and they even have a little part where they're like, okay, we're over. We're not over yet. Oh, man. And then they just and then they go repeat the course it. 17 more times. Uh-huh. Since, it's, it's really rough. But uh, during this credit sequence, we just see some closure <laughs> shots. We see Oak uh, or rather in Oak's lab, Tracy Sketchet warning. Sorry, I should have put that as a content warning at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> Tracy, sketch it. <laughs> Hopefully, I remembered to put that in the description. Uh, Tracy uh, is cleaning up around the lab. Some books fall over and he finds the sketchbook and he looks at it and he looks back at Oak and then he looks at it some more and he puts it back up. And then that's
2: it. That's the movie. Puts it in a random place on the shelf. Yes. Tracy knows best. Does he? Because the next scene is asking Oak where some books go. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's it, those are all my notes except for one more note, that wherein I typed in all caps, SPINARAC was in this movie somewhere, I swear because I saw it, but couldn't remember where exactly that was, anyways that is,
1: it was helping the string shot, yeah
0: <laughs> it's like, hello, I showed up to cover you in silk, and I'm just like, ooh, Spinnerack. this scene isn't horrifying, cause I'm mentally 10 right now <laughs> and that Good. is Pokemon Forever, <laughs> Celebi voice of the forest Let's get to our segments. We're going to go ahead and start it off with the whimsy meter. How whimsical was this film? We're going to start with Shibuya Gato.
1: So there was a point in this movie where, you know, Selby like bops Ash's hat and just heals Misty's knee and they're all flying and swimming and having fun. And I had an audible thought to myself of why didn't I rent this one as much as a kid as like some of the other movies, like the first and the third uh, and then it immediately cuts to all the events that lead up to Celebi dying and everybody crying about Celebi dying. And I remembered, <laughs> oh, maybe that's why. <laughs> so mm. it has some of like the peak whimsy I think we've seen up to this point, but it is also evened out by, oh no, the green onions about the fucking wilt. <laughs> so <laughs> I I cannot give it higher than a four, but like if it were based purely on how high the whimsy goes, this would probably be like an eight or a nine.
0: Um, yeah, I have to agree with Shibuya. It's kind of like, um, have you ever tried Stevia? It's like an artificial (laughs) sweetness that kind of compares the flavor of the rest of it. That's how it feels. These are like sprinkles of Stevia to sweeten this movie, and it just feels a little hollow and just kind of weirdly compartmentalized as the rest of it's maybe not so whimsical and sweet. I'm going to give it a three out of ten.
2: Uh, Agra, what are you thinking? Uh, I think you guys need to learn to take a little bit of bitter with your sweetness in the tradition of the German fairy tale. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Sometimes kids die, but that doesn't make a thing less whimsical. Okay, death <laughs> is just part of whimsy. Uh, <laughs> is it? And with how like the whole middle of this film is them just doing some Totoro shit, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm gonna have to give this film. I mean, like, yes, there is an evil child murderer with with a mech in it, and that kind of brings it down. <laughs> So really, I'm going to have to give it like like a seven.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Chris, yes. how are you feeling
3: on this? Uh, Agro brought up German fairy tales. I can just say this movie would have been much better if at the end they put the Iron Mask Marauder in red hot metal shoes and made him dance until he died. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> sorry I'm just imagining
0: Brock's there and it's like he committed a crime so all punishments are valid (laughs) (laughs) Brock you really shouldn't be the one saying this okay (laughs) Bob thoughts I'm gonna have to go even higher than the rest of you guys because I feel like there is nothing but fake whimsy in this whole movie and that's just as good as real whimsy (laughs) um um I don't even find the part where Selby is dying that sad. I think it's too funny because it's a, it's a drink <laughs> of luck <laughs> um, and lettuce. if I don't buy for a second. They're actually going to kill this thing. Oh, wouldn't that be good, though?
1: Well, I mean, it's a Pokemon movie. Of course not. But like.
0: <laughs> I feel like they don't sell nearly as well as other times. So I'm going to give this a nine. Like, there's many scenes. That are just nothing but look at these Butterfree. Pretty whimsical, right? Wow. Yeah, that's that's true. There are moments like that. Yeah, basically hit whammed its way all the way to the top of the scale and then went down a little bit. Just a little. Just long enough for Bob to be like, I really wish this taste of this disgusting artificial sweetener would get out of my freaking mouth. Yes. <laughs> uh, that gives it a total whimsy score of 30 and an average score of six. We're moving on to the dex check uh, on a scale of one to ten. How good is the uh, are the reps this time, you know? Like, uh, what's our Pokecast looking like for you guys? How are you feeling about this? We're going to go ahead and start this one with Chris. Crobat's in this movie, so it's a 10. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it would happen someday. I didn't know it would happen on the fourth one. (laughs) Bob, how are you feeling? I feel like I'm working off Chris now, but I was going to say this to begin with. I swear. Okay. <laughs> Sneasels in this movie is a main character to ten. Bob did call that shot, <laughs> and that is Bob to the core for sure. Bob, uh, plus, it's just filled like it's filled out this Gen Two lineup. It feels like everyone's there. If we hit a fourth Gen movie and a an Infernape uses Thunder Punch, I'll absolutely be like, "Sorry, it's at 11. <laughs> <laughs> that is
2: not just an Infernape. Uh, Aggro, what are you thinking? Um, there are a lot of Pokemon in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one might say there there might be too many Pokemon in this movie. <laughs> uh, every shot is chock full of everything they can cram in frame. We don't get a lot of uh, representation of, like, Ash or Misty's team. We get Brock's Onyx. We, we get uh, that, that really great second-gen representation like we're talking about, but I swear to God, every time there's a shot of a bunch of Pokemon, there's like three more than should be in this biome. It's- Why are there Gyarados in that lake? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to give this one an eight. Um, yeah, I'm feeling
0: really strongly about this one. Uh, it's not my ten, but it's definitely my nine. I th- Once again, this had more second-gens than our playthrough did. of <laughs> Soul silver, I swear to God. Because uh, of the time of day system and other things. Them trying to hide them, for example. Didn't we have to headbutt a tree like multiple times in order to get that? Uh, oh, I said it, uh, Heracross. Oh, yeah, it was Heracross. I was like, was it Centric? No, 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 it was not Centric. We saw Centric on our playthrough. Okay, we're good. Uh, but yeah, no, this this is really good reps in a lot of them. In fact, uh, you know, Agro said maybe too many because they keep doing these crowd shots. But I don't care. I'm here for the buffet. And they had some really good stuff to show. Shibuya, how you feeling?
1: They were bold enough. No, brave enough to include fucking parasect in those group shots. This is a nine. <laughs> when you want to include one of the lamest and weirdest Gen <laughs> oh, 1 Pokemon.
0: Oh, slander. That's a nine. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie through this lens, and it's only now I have to look inward and and, and reflect upon this. This next segment, before, before we get to that, by the way, a uh, total score of 46, average 9.2 on the uh, dex check. This is pretty good dex-wise. I'm looking forward to when we will finally top this one. Uh, but the next category, gun check, with <laughs> this film, have been better solved with a gun.
2: Uh, Dr. Agra, as usual, you get opening, claim, opening statement. I mean, this this is an all-around emphatic yes. Either any of these Pokemon hunters could have been shot by armed park services. (laughs) Or either of them could have hung out in a blind and then winged Celebi as it was flying by and confirmed the kill. Okay. I d- no, that one wouldn't solve anything. Then the time-celled bees would all descend.
0: <laughs> the second impact. <laughs> yes, second <laughs> impact. I'm sorry, Agro. We can't have it. Hmm. Uh, Bob, what are you thinking? Oh, absolutely. This is the bend of the most solvable the gun we've seen in any of these movies. <laughs> that dude, the, the mass marauder, exposed chest at all times. <laughs> you can easily get a bullet in there.
1: That vest ain't bulletproof. <laughs> it's just got pokeballs.
0: Yes, the vest is only covering so much too. It's not. <laughs> so we got that scene where he comes up on the spider mask, the mech, uh, the Iron Mask Marauder, and then Weezing shoots out the gas, and the main team's just like, "Oh, we gotta run away. Let's run away!" And they all run away, and Rock just run, Brock just runs in place until they all leave, and then he comes back with a gun. <laughs> he just pulls it out, shoots the Iron Mask Marauder, and then looks at the other three and is like, "You're next." Just so you know. And I also feel like Sam is like 40 years in the past. It's not safe. He would be carrying. (laughs) Not like a knife or some other moderate form of self-defense. He's carrying. He's packing heat. Yes. (laughs) Pallet Town. You you don't leave there without safety. Man, Uh, there's a reason they're always trying to make it back to Pallet Town in these movies, seemingly. Uh, Shibuya, what do you think? Better solved with a gun?
1: I think if Ash had a pistol at any point, Iron Mask would have been dead frame one. I also think that if Sam had a pistol, uh, that first poacher would have been dead and would never have been able to tell this guy where Celebi was. So, yes.
0: Okay. Uh, Chris? The villains are poachers. Of course you can solve it with a gun. (laughs) (laughs) This time's unanimous, guys. You could have absolutely solved this movie with a gun. (laughs) This feels like the most incredibly straightforward yes we're gonna get in this entire run but who knows maybe the only way that Iron Mask going up to Giovanni
3: could have ended is just somebody drawing a gun and shooting him
0: <laughs> fair uh, we move on to our next segment the MVP most valued Pokemon who do you think is really bringing it in this film <laughs> I better not hear some devil's advocates out here. Uh, But let's go ahead and start with Bob. I mean, I feel like no one's that important in this movie, but Mm -hmm. Celebi is the only reason any of it happens. What a coward. (laughs) He jumps through time like that. Come on. (laughs) Okay, so is that an inverse most valued Yes, he's the most valuable player because he caused this whole stupid movie to happen. <laughs> the most valued player, the guy who fell asleep at the wheel of the fucking train, yes! Here's
2: to Celebi, the cause of and solution to <laughs> all, all our, our problems. problems.
0: <laughs> uh, Shibuya, who's your MVP?
1: Now, there is a Pokemon that I think could be called MVP, um... But, no, it just fucks off until uh, people say that it can uh, do the bullshit that it needs to do. Yeah. so I'm gonna give it to the Ursering that showed them where the lake was because, like the yeah. lake is the center point for all of this. And like it's just an Ursering who's chill and he's just like Ursaring, and then he walks. so MVP Ursering,
0: yeah, that's fair. Pretty good forest guide. This Ursering didn't get lost, went directly there through the fog. pretty, pretty good forest guide. What if we gave the Ursaring a gun? <laughs> That might have that might have solved this. Uh Chris. have made a difference. <laughs> Chris, uh, what do, what do you think? Who's the MVP? I'm gonna give it to Crobat. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Poor aggro. Um I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna give it to Pikachu because Pikachu was willing to make the ultimate sacrifice at the end. Look, Pikachu's so light, he wouldn't have died. Oh, you every- think the terminal velocity for Pikachu <laughs> is not lethal? Yes.
1: <laughs> I think you're all forgetting that there's tree cover that would have slowed their fall. They would have hit those branches and their velocity <laughs> would have slowed.
0: Just to be clear, it's a Pikachu, not an Amulga. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe you're right. Maybe Pikachu can't fall fast enough to be injured by a fall from that height, especially with the branches and stuff. Yeah, it's just like a Rambo first blood. Just go through a few of them and then have some broken ribs. But he still cared. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu wrapped up like rib. Oh.
2: Uh, Aggro. What are you thinking now that crovat has gone? I'm going to have to give it to my main man, Onyx, who after seasons and seasons of jobbing like a punk has decided that he's not going to take it anymore and straight up murders that Tyranitar. Their Tyrannosaurus was evil. And then goes, Uh, I'm sleepy. Uh, I, I don't know what I was doing. I took an Ambien. I'm not responsible for anything." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like how Navas nominates Suikun, because yeah. we're all like, yeah, no, he's Yeah, that, he that is
1: who I was vaguely talking about. <laughs> last yeah. Week. yeah, no,
0: that was that was so sad. They set it up in everything. It's like Suikun can solve the problem. Suikun's like, step aside, people. I'm going to solve this problem. It does this fancy dance on the lake to purify it, and it does nothing.
2: Oh, no, a giant monster made of dried grass. If only there were a fire-type dog.
0: Mm. I'll even take electric, because that might start a fire. <laughs> Sukun's like hey what's up Doesn't somebody in this movie have a charmeleon Everyone just <laughs> looks at Sam Sam staring off into the distance <laughs> Next segment Is Ash in a coma We're gonna start With Shibuya
1: Now this might be controversial on this one I don't think so I This feels more like a bad acid trip Than like a coma brain Coming to terms with real life issues Hmm. Despite the whole death thing, I I just don't get the coma vibes from this movie. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also kind of don't really get coma vibes from this one. Uh, there was a very astute statement, I believe, from Agro in episode three, though it may have been two. I edited both of those within 24 hours of each other. So uh, where he said, I don't believe Ash would fabricate a story that wasn't about him. <laughs> and this seems even more peak that there's... None of this feeds back into the myth of Ash at all, like the second movie did. It doesn't have that fantastical of elements other than time travel? And I guess forming a giant kaiju. I'm going to have to go with no. Bob, how are you feeling on this? I'm leaning towards yes, only because there's so much fake whimsy that might come from the mind of a dying brain. (laughs) So after he watched 14 different Disney VHSs and entered the coma... Yes. His brain cobbled together the most... Well, in some Ghibli films, yes. And some Ghibli. Well, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) They climb inside it. They're like, your name is Celebi! And the giant kaiju explodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that didn't happen. Uh, Agra, what are you thinking?
2: I'm I'm down to the wire conflicted on this one. Mm. Because of exactly the reasoning I gave that you quoted... Mm-hmm. But also it, it really feels like somebody just put Princess Mononoke on the TV <laughs> while he's in his coma. <laughs> yeah. It is weird that he spends this whole movie just horning in on some other kid's magical adventure. <laughs> So I, th- I think I'm gonna go with with no. If okay. if Ash was constructing this world, he wouldn't have to bully some other kid to get in on the action. Uh Chris, what are you thinking here?
3: It's it's tough because like Bob said, there is so much whimsy that seems like it could come from the chemical rush that dying brings. <laughs> um and 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 Ash is underwater for an extended period of time. <laughs> And, and and so I'm gonna say yes because that's gonna be my metric for these. Is when Ash stops being stuck underwater for a long period of time in one of these movies. That's when the coma is breaking.
0: <laughs> Stevia, it's like the rush you get while dying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up.
0: Uh, we move on to our Arceus X Machina segment. Uh, this is this is a score one to ten. Uh, Ten being the highest amount of how conveniently did this ramp up towards the end? How how out of nowhere did they do an ass poll in order to return this to the norm in order to continue the anime or the other movies? What are you thinking about this? Uh, we're gonna go ahead and start with Chris. Ugh. It, it's hard.
3: This one's hard to pick because you have the because um, which which one am I supposed to go with the Japanese version or the American version where they shoved in a scene that like hits the reset button
0: even harder. <laughs> hmm. I guess it, to some extent it's interesting because they leave the lingering like but no canonically in both regions it was it was oak the whole time. So they've changed something about the understanding of the original world, but. It's not very effectively noteworthy. I don't feel like there's any plot holes, but there it
3: is very much like we're wrapping everything up in this tight little package and even having Oak say, stop thinking about it, Ash. <laughs> so I'm going to
0: give it a seven. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Agra, what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, in, in addition to the solution to the final hurdle being... Oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to use time travel rules we never said we were operating under. (laughs) They (laughs) followed it up with, and then Oak never told anyone that happened. Uh, That is some bullshit. Uh, I'm going to give this a nine. Wow. Wow uh Bob, what are you thinking
0: yeah I'm on board with here like we have the time rift open to heal the main the Pokemon- mm-hmm. and then just immediately like forget all of this ever happened it didn't it wasn't real don't don't worry about it ever again and Oak is just ignoring it fully it's it's rough like this is the roughest it has been mm. I also gotta give it a nine wow uh Shibuya
1: I didn't really feel that way at all mm. honestly like The thing with time travel stories is that they naturally will wrap themselves up like this, uh, depending on what they're going for. And yeah, he didn't really tell anybody, but like, this was more of an excuse to just be like, oh yeah, Oak did a thing. Maybe the Celebi thing where it heals itself is like the biggest issue, but it was meant to be self-contained. It didn't really need to pull any major bullshit aside from that. I'll give it a four.
0: Okay. Yeah, the time travel stuff doesn't actually get me. The uh, Celebi's coming out of the Hell Rift. A uh, little <laughs> bit of that energy. I honestly don't believe he didn't tell anyone. I believe he talked to Delia and he did the most insane, I sealed this envelope back in 1974. Open it. That is a drawing <laughs> of your child.
1: Do not <laughs> open until you name your son. I,
0: <laughs> you know, w- watching this movie with... Sam and Ash voice with the same voice. I was like, "This is a stealth reveal that Oak is just Ash's dad and will never admit it." (laughs) They did sound really similar. I was convinced until we did this recording that they were the same voice actor.
3: Yeah, so was I.
1: I can tell you immediately that's a different (laughs) BA,
0: dude. At one point, I literally went, "I can't believe they didn't even change their voice a little when they both back to back had to do a uh sound." (laughs) (laughs) because it sounded identical. Yeah, that's that's a standard playbook. Um, I'm going to put this a little bit above average. I'm not feeling it as strong as some of the people here. I'm going to put this at a six because, yeah, it does wrap up rather neatly. It's never going to come up again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oak has traveled through time. Uh, And, uh, you know, somehow Delia kept that to herself. Um, It really is just the multiple layers of this film of how do we solve the Kaiju uh, just by talking to it? How do we solve Celebi being dead? Uh, the hell rift. And now it will immediately take uh, Sam back in time. And we're just not going to worry about the forest or anything else. Cause we'll just walk away. And this place was never real. It was a, a, a night fever, a, 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 a night terror that uh, Ash is having um, based on a real city in third gen, a real city in Hoenn. So I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to give it a six. Which means we're finally moving on to everyone's favorite segment. How good was the film? We need to rate it on a scale of one to 251. We're going to start with Shibuya.
1: I don't have any funny Pokemon jokes for this one. Uh, (laughs) This movie is not my favorite. Not by any means. Uh, I don't think it's the worst we've watched. Uh, I still think this is more entertaining, even with the like Stevia tier whimsy. Uh, Than the second movie, personally, I'll just give it a 163.
2: Okay, Bob, I have to look at what I've given other things because the scoring system's insane. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm not even trying to compare it, I'm just throwing uh, out a
0: number. Bob's <laughs> just having the white woman formula image going on in his brain, as he's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> I,
1: I will make that if you give me images of Bob T.S. for it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: God, of course, we rated the second movie on the one to 120 scale. <laughs> uh 151 sorry 151 not 120 stars no (laughs) yeah I think that this is um better than the second movie but it's still pretty bad we don't see Brock or Misty do basically anything Misty doesn't even pull out Pokemon we have like two ash battles it's 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 really lame movie in general I'm gonna give it like uh oh man like I guess an 80 Mm. okay uh, that's eighty out of two hundred and fifty
2: one uh Agra what are your thoughts uh I was skeptical of it at first, but i have I have been utterly brought over uh to the notion that Sui Kun sucks and ante rules
1: you! <laughs> we got a boys! This,
2: this movie was not impressive i <laughs> i'm I'm gonna give it a flat ninety nine yeah, this is like a Sui kun smear campaign. What is up
0: with that? This is mind poisoning, frankly. As someone who loves Entei and tsui this movie is just a fucking defamation campaign against tsui <laughs> Entei Suicune. didn't even get a
1: real movie and the movies are still treating him better. It's so funny. Right? I, j- I legitimately... This is just barely shy of everyone
0: gathered just being like, "Get out of here! You didn't do anything."
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> won't even do shit until people say, "Oh yes, yeah, Suikun you can you can heal the the water, right?" And he's like, "Huh?" And then he does it, and then leaves after nothing happens. Yeah, he
0: just absentmindedly looks over and goes, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I could do that, huh?" Oak on the phone should have been like, wet, "But those were much exaggerated legends." <laughs> <laughs> Um, I frankly think, based on our conversation here today, I like this film the least. I do not like how it's solved with Celebi, just going, Celebi, wake up. Wake up, Celebi. Celebi, you're disassociating on the clock again. We need you to come too. I don't like that. I don't like the hell riff, the just happening. I don't like the fact that like one of my favorite things in this movie is the very opening uh not even the time travel stuff right after that where you get that cool little port side town and ash having a battle and needing to get to a boat when that's the highlight of your film we have a problem i'm giving this a 70 out of 251
1: well dan i have good and bad news for you about the next movie oh no <laughs> seaside town Ooh, ooh, that's
0: yeah. that was delightful I I as I understand it some exciting and innovative things for a Pokemon film will occur in the next film. <laughs> uh Chris, what are you thinking?
3: I'm going to give this a 100 because yeah, this is we have the, this is the closest these have gotten to the Dragon Ball movie status.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as I start cross referencing our Mondo cool chart in this I'm like, okay, so which one is it closest to? Yeah, this literally brings me back to the Mondo Cools where it's the recap of Dragon Ball but worse now. It, it feels like one of those moments where it's like, you gotta bring something. You gotta bring some interesting spice or flavor. You gotta have something of your own. I, I assume I like this the least of any human on Earth. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I love Celebi. I love Suicune.
2: I did not like this film. Uh, However, I'm with you on that. I just, Uh we've got a lot of movies to go. (laughs) And this is like the fourth in the series. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're going to be at this forever, but that brings our total amount of points up to 512. Once again, we'll let you figure out what that means, audience. And we'll catch you next time for Pokemon Go to the movies. Oh, wait, didn't. We were supposed to workshop the slogan. I said, I'm going to catch you all next
2: time. I I, I, I thought we landed on see your monster balls.
0: Oh, yeah. See your monster balls (laughs) next time on Pokemon Go to the Movies.